Breaking news is coming right from the midnight session at the central hall of the parliament where India's one of the most historic decisions of introduction of goods and services tax that is GST is being announced by a prime minister Mr Narendra Modi in his speech he has quoted that with GST we intend to bring in the uniformity in taxes the message is very clear that consumer is the king if we utilize man machine material money and time we will not need any other policy for economic advancement That was 4 years ago but it cannot be black and white old news as 1st of July 2017 still feels like yesterday as the issues queries and questions around GST still revolve GST did bring a paradigm shift in the way the business were operated and one such change in the law was a departmental audit of GST GST department has started issuing audit notices to the assessees for the verification and scrutiny of records. And having said that, it is now crucial for business owners and runners to understand the meaning of audit and how to prepare for one. When we say audit, we get overwhelmed with all the rules, sections and laws coming into play. But we have got an umbrella holder for you. under whom we can keep ourselves distant from all the washing off who other than an expert in the field of indirect tax with the countless number of representations to gst council with acceptances thereof and the countless number of seminars conducted on gst on various platforms our founder of bitsol india mr ashok nawal hi sir how are you doing today yeah welcome rohan and thank you for once again inviting me for the departmental audit which is the most important subject of today because department have already started issuing notices earlier department only used to issue the notices in the form of finding the discrepancies but now departmental audit is already started now departmental audit is going to be different than that of earlier audit which might be a some taxpayers might be familiar in year 2000 or prior to that but this audit is going to be different than that of earlier so you have chosen the right subject i really appreciate it great sir under your umbrella i would like to ask you the first question whether there is a provision in the law for the departmental audit especially in the background when there is a gst audit certified by a chartered accountant or a cost accountant yeah rohan as such if you see it now government said ease of the doing business is the self assessment you do it yourself but department will do the audit therefore inbuilt provision is there even though annual return is reconciled with the books of accounts which is certified by the chartered accountant or a cost accountant in form gstr 9c but that is not the audit press release has already clarified that what certification is going to be done in the gstr 9c by the chartered accountant or a cost accountant is not the audit it is only the reconciliation of books of accounts and from this year budget even that certification has been removed so department has been empowered under section 65 and rule 101 that department will be 
conducting the audit of the records. Now the difference, this was the parallel provision in earlier laws also. But what is the difference in this? Now they will conduct the audit of the business at any registered premises and they will give you the audit notice before 15 days. Earlier there was no provision that we are supposed to facilitate that audit. Now there is a built-in provision that there is to be facilitation of audit. You will provide all services required to complete the audit to the audit officer. And that audit they need to conduct within 30 days. Of course can be further extended up to 6 months. 3 months and further 3 months. So there was the provision and not only this. After this also department feels that there is something lacking. Then department may order the special audit. And that special audit can be conducted by the professional chartered accountant or a cost accountant. And fees of that fee, audit fee will be paid by the department. So in the GST departmental audit, what is to be audited? Of course, audit, whenever you talk audit, is the accounts is there. So books of accounts, records, accounts and record has been mentioned in the provision of the section as well as the rules. What it says, they will audit the record of all goods and services, whatever you have supplied or whatever you have received. They also will say whether you have claimed the correct exemption or otherwise. They will check the tax invoice. And most importantly, which was not there earlier uh, or it is not there in the financial account, but it is there in the cost audit. What is that? The opening stock, receipt of all input, go input of goods or input of services, issues to the production or issues to the consumption or a further supply and closing stock. In that, what are the goods used for the manufacture? What are the free supplies you have made? What are the goods have been lost in the process? What is the waste and scrap generation? What is the reject generation? All that record you will have to maintain. Not only that, wherever the services are there, where it has been used, that also will have to be maintained the records. And most importantly, the production, whatever the goods you have received or where you have supplied, quantitative reconciliation from input to output. And output includes the generation of rejects, generation of western scrap. Every isap kitab into gram to gram analysis will have to give and that they are going to audit. They are also going to audit whether you have taken the correct ITC, whether you have not taken the, whether you have paid the correct tax and whether you have followed all the rules and provisions of the law and provisions of the rules. So compliance factor also will be seen. They will also see whether your records, where you are storing the goods, whether those are registered places or not. All those aspects will be seen during the course of audit. Coming to my next question, what is the objective of the audit? Of course, object of the audit is very clear in the one word if I have to talk on. 
it is the detection of evasion of taxes a they will do the detailed examination of records returns documents maintained by you correctness of your turnover correctness of tax paid correctness of itc which you have availed and whether you are complying the provisions of the law or not whether you claim the refund if yes whether you claim the correct refund so object is you have to be 100% statutory compliant one important point which is there in this object it is object of this audit is departmental officer will also guide to comply wherever the provisions they might have made wrong so it is not only the note this one pointing of the evasion of taxes but they are also going to be mentioning that what are wrong and how they should do so they will be acting as a guide sir how will the selection will be done now selection of the audit or auditee he is going to be a risk parameter they have developed a very nice system department has developed a nice system there is a director general of audit and gstn network they have designed the software where query based report will be generated not only that they will use the data analytics techniques and they will also use the artificial intelligence and based on that risk factor will be calculated based on the risk analysis of your auditee that will be selected on the priority if risk is higher priority and frequency will be higher if is risk is lower then priority will be lower what is most important is they will be primarily first time in the history of the government they will study your record first analyze your record first then do the risk based analysis and based on the turnover of your company and risk your audit days will be decided audit frequency will be decided schedule will be decided that annual schedule also will be decided whether it will should be annually once or two yearly or three yearly and most importantly they will decide the theme now you might have noticed lot of news are coming in the paper that they have detected 35000 crores of the fake invoices and those which are mainly happening in particular sectors so those sectors are the high risk analysis sectors so based on the data analytics techniques and the design of the software in the gstn they will identify the risk and they will select the audit in that fashion there also come one stage forward that if you do not have the risk and after audit also nothing is found then you will be given the special accreditation and that special accreditation your audit frequency will be delayed so if you are accredited then you are better taxpayer in the eyes of government whether selection will be based on pre study of the returns and data analysis submitted to them from time to time i have said to you yes because they have now every transaction if you might have seen gstr 
GST returns when you see, even the ITC data is there. Income tax return, if you see, there is a data of the GST returns. Everything is interrelated. CBDT's data is related. CBIC data is related. IceGate system of import is related. MCA data is related. And all those data, they are going to see it. And then they will also ask you certain data. What is that data they are going to ask apart from the data available with them in the GSTN? A. All your copies of annual report which you submit. This is the financial statement of the company as a whole. Tax audit report. Cost audit report if applicable. 26A statement of the TDS deduction. Now TDS on services were there. Now goods have also come. And they will also then check and collect your all master data. Master data which will include, rather they will collect your master data much in advance before coming to you. Talk about you, your register places, how many registration you have, what are the addresses thereof, who are your directors, what are your directors, residential plan numbers, your permanent account numbers, what are the goods and services you are supplying, what is the constitution of your business? What type of goods you are supplying? What are there? What is your custom registration number? What do we call bin number? What is your IC code number? What is your, if you are the stockbroker, what is your SEBI registration number? If you are tour operator, what is your tour operator number? If you are the private limited or a public limited company, what is your SIN number? What are your banks where you deposit the GST? Which are other banks where you operate, where you get the bank accounts, where you get the money remittance or you pay? All supplies paid and taxes paid by you. All supplies received and input HSN code thereof and ITC received by you. And GST service code wise which you have paid for last three years. And what are the exports you have made of the goods and services for the next three years? All that data they are going to see. Not only that, they will ask you to compare with cost audit report, financial audit report, as well as income tax audit report or income tax return with your GST records. And they will ask, they have mentioned in their GST audit manual, which are the tables should match with each of. So let us say in GST, you have 25 registration. All 25 registration total should match with the cost audit report, financial audit report, tax audit report, or ITR as the case may be. They will check quantity manufactured and reported by you. Goods cleared, goods exported, value of thereof, what are the HSN? What is the GST tax you have paid from cash? That is the electronic cash ledger. What is the tax you have paid from the electronic IT? That is the credit ledger, exports. All quantity details. Similarly of ITC detail. ITC detail will talk about what was the opening balance, how much is the tax you have paid, how much the ITC you have taken, and so called so forth. They will also call for the scrap and waste generation, reject generation and all that data which you are declared in various audit reports will be checked. Imports will be checked from the ice gate. 
imports will be checked from the NSDL if you are importing from ACJ. So, all those data which is available, they will ask and there will be a bound to be a difference because there are reason to be difference. But they will ask you to prepare that reconciliation and do that difference analysis and then they will study this and they will come to you for audit. They will also calculate certain ratios, a ratios like what is the input tax credit you avail, what is our total tax out liability you are paid, what is your inward supply value, what is your outward supply value and how much your addition in the fixed asset you have made and whether the same ITC you are avail on the capital goods, whether you have capitalized that, what is your other income to sales ratio, what is your scrap generation to outward scrap turnover ratio, what is your exempted supply to total supply, what is your ratio of no GST supply to total supply, what is the zero rated supply that is the export to export and supply to ACZ to your total ratio. All those ratios will be calculated and those ratios will act as a pathological test to see and check with your cross-check with your books of accounts, cross-check your records with your maintaining GST and see whether you have taken undue credit or you have paid less taxes that will be revealed through this pathological test of ratio analysis. So how many audits and whether there will be any correlation also share how to handle the differences. Of course, across in the India, there will be across in the world, there is a, always the audit of financial books of accounts. Income tax returns will be there, so tax audit return. Tax audit is not there in Western countries, but in Indian context, it is there. Then there is the records, books and records under the GST records. And also the MCA which you submit the financial books. All that account will have to be reconciled with each other. If bound to be a difference, then that difference reasons, valid reasons has to be accounted and that will be there. So all those audits, financial audit is done with the objective to know the true and fair picture of accounts. Whereas cost audit is done whether effective value addition you are getting or not, what is the cost ascertainment and what is the difference between the financial books and cost audit. That is the object of the cost audit mainly to improve the efficiency. So cost audit can be said for the efficiency. Tax audit is to for to check whether you have paid the correct taxes of income tax. Whereas GST audit is talks about departmental audit of a GST will focus on the evasion of taxes or taking illegible credit or not following the law. So object of all four may be different, but figures are the same and it has to be reconciled with each other. That is the most important part which they will be coming and they will be checking whether what you are reconciling is correct or otherwise. So can you help us with the how the ratio analysis is going to be? Now you see why doctors conduct your pathological test. If suppose you are preparing, you are having a temperature or fever, they see that is you check first viral or malaria test or dengue test 
or nowadays if you get only the sneezing till they say whether you have the corona or otherwise so these pathological test will make your diagnostic correctly now let us say your value addition in the cost audit report pro provides 60% value addition it means you have profit as well as where you don't get that depreciation interest and all those aspects you don't so that is value addition but your input tax credit to total tax liability ratio is less than 60% then what is the reason why you are not paying more taxes which is reflecting as a value addition what are the reasons so here if your input tax credit to total tax liability if higher than that of other ratios then questions will be raised and you will have to give the valid answers thereof so it will identify removal of goods without payment of duty or whether you have availed the wrong input tax credit whether you have undervalued the goods or whether you have used the input tax credit exclusively for exempted goods also or you have taken the fraudulent availment of credit like i said government has deducted 35000 crores of the wrong credit and whether your essential parts whether you have done the correct valuation whether your tax payment was proper whether you have claimed the correct refund or not all those questions these are the diagnostic tests from various ratios i'll just elaborate various ratios to you from that it will be knowing now let us talk about this input tax credit to total input output tax liability what it will reflect it will reflect if you have higher inventories your ratio will be higher if you have no inventories higher your value addition is more but you are paying less taxes so they will check whether there is a evasion of taxes you have taken either you have undervalued the goods or removed without payment of duty or your input tax credit which you avail is wrong all those from this ratio the, these analysis can be done provided you have the satisfactory result like let us say you are exported without payment of duty so your this ratio may be higher so you can have that any calculation but the reasons for that has to be seen from other ratios so all the ratios will have to be interlinked and diagnosed together another ratio if you see it it is a inverse total inverse supply to the total outward supply now let us say your first ratio has come let us say 99% and your inward supply to total outward supply comes much lesser to 55% then there is a reason to believe that you have taken the wrong credit because your purchases in your books of accounts was only 100 but your input tax credit is much higher then what are the reasons there are all those aspects will show so theoretically this ratio have the bearing of this ratio earlier what i have mentioned your rejections let us say you have might have rejected you might have short received but still you have not reversed the itc so in your purchase that will not come but your input tax that it might be coming so that is the ineligible credit for you so these points can be revealed so first and second ratio together with other ratios reading together 
you will know whether you are correct or you are taking some wrong advantages of the law. The third ratio which talks about, let us say in your financial books, you show gross asset, which you said you have added addition. And that addition, your capital goods credit which you might have taken, whether that do not correspond with each addition or on that amount you might have taken the depreciation also and you might have taken that credit also. All that will reflect from this ratio. Other income to total sales, it will also reflect what are your main business of income. It will also reflect whether on in that income, if it is not coming under the scope of supply, whether you have paid correct tax A on the income which was otherwise taxable, if it was not covered as taxable, whether you have reversed the ITC, uh, common, common ITC under Rule 42 and 43. Scrap, you, let us say you are showing in your books of accounts, scrap generation is 10%. But your this ratio of outward supply scrap to total supply shows only 1%. It means either you are selling the scrap at much lower percent or your scrap <coughs> generation which you are showing in your books is much higher than that of what is realized. So all those can be interlinked and a right doctor, right departmental officer will detect the evasion in your case or wrong thing which you might have done. Exempted outward supply to total outward supply. This ratio and first ratio, that is input to total tax liability, will indicate whether you have taken the ITC on exclusive raw material also. If not, whether you have reversed the common ITC or not. So these two ratios put together can know if there are weather variation in these two ratios. There is a bound to be error in this and they say this point needs to be checked in detail. Similarly, input tax to your avail on purchase price. So, rate of tax are 5%, 12%, 18% and 28%. Of course, zero is also there. So, whether because of this your first ratio is higher or lower, whether you are eligible for inverted duty refund or not, that these ratios put together will indicate that and total export zero rated supply without payment of duty to total supply that will ratio if this ratio is higher your first ratio is bound to be higher if this ratio is lower then first ratio has to be lower so there is absolutely correlation from one ratio to another ratio and all those ratios or rather those diagnostic tech ratios will indicate where are the error points and those error points will be considered for in-depth checking by the departmental officers. So what you need to do, calculate those ratios, understand your books of accounts, read your books of accounts and correct the errors if at all if there are any. Similar ratios are in services. Whether you are in the providing of services or provision of goods, the matter remain the same, diagnostic test remain the same. So further help us understand how will they know the lapses? You see, 
as i said from the ratio analysis from the reconciliation what we have already talked they will have certain pointers and those pointers they will do the in depth checking the another aspect is department has come out with very nice manual of a gst audit manual even certain state governments also came as published that the department manual they say until you understand the business until you know understand the business process you will not be able to know how the smart businesses acts smartly but still do the errors so they are committed to find out such errors and therefore they are going to go through your total business process now let us say input inward supplies they will start with the inward supplies how you place the order whether order is centralized now let us say what happens in typical in the gst era your uh, corporate office is located in mumbai corporate office as a purchase department is centralized they issue the purchase order in maharashtra to me and ask me to supply the goods to ship to gujarat so naturally wherever the purchase order is there i will raise the bill until there is the different billing instructions so since i have received the purchase order from mumbai i'll write bill to ship to bill to bombay address ship to destination wherever is gujarat is going to be there because bombay is going to pay me now this will indicate i will charge cgst and hgst and mumbai has to raise suppliers mumbai address has to raise the tax invoice to their gujarat district entity but such thing if they don't raise this will be the point there that there if it is a centralized purchase there is a likelihood to such type of supply place of supply issue and tax evasion issues will take place or errors and omissions will take place then if purchase orders are whether for all purchases you are issuing purchase orders or not if purchase order are issued there are the quite possible that there will be a vendor registration there will be quite thing so if purchase orders in each case you are issuing then there are likely chances that there will be less errors because if purchase orders are not issued it means there may be a possibility that systematic controls are not there so there are likelihood of the omissions may be there now your authorized vendor list if your authorized vendor list are there they will check with the gstn portal check whether they have filed the return or not if they have not filed the return then you will not be entitled to get the itc matching concept is there now earlier also it was introduced in october whether that is indifferent whether the it was having a section backing or not but department is going to raise the issue if there is no matching so registered vendor they will check and cross check with the gstn whether those vendors have filed the return or not whether how you receive the quantities what is the flow of your receipt of quantities whether you receive the short supplies for short supplies whether you take full credit or proportionate credit what is that let's say you have received the goods 100 goods you have received 99 you have received so one credit you are not supposed to get it on 99 you have rejected 10 so whether on 10 you have paid the taxes when you are return it or not 
all those aspects will be there whether any sub customer is supplying you free of cost material if free of cost material is there then they will check whether it was mentioned in the purchase order if not that will be the considered as a short billing of the person in the sense valuation on which your supplier has paid the less tax similarly go on the outward supplies what is your marketing pattern whether there is a direct supply whether direct from you to the supplier or there is a chain like e-commerce operator like a distributor wholesaler retailers cna agents if there is a cna agents and you are having a branches what is the distinct entities whether how you value it that whether valuation is taken care of that if there is a related party supply whether valuation you have correctly applied to you and marketing pattern will determine the areas of evasion and what areas to be checked the second part they will say whether sales orders are made whether it is some centralized whether the sales order are made for job work separately export separately outward supplies whether there are different series of invoices how the dispatch are affected what is the mechanism of dispatch affecting and whether those dispatches are supported by e-way bill whether you are also providing after sales support what is the warranty whether during the warranty period where you are supplied what happens to that inputs whether erection and commissioning packing forwarding or any special expenses you have collected subsequently or you have collected the dealer your dealer or any person might have collected the deal uh, might have made the advertisement and you might have shared that and you might have got 50% of that so that will be considered as additional valuation so all those factors will be considered how those packing charges advertisement royalty handling charges packing charges how you are dealing with that whether you are raising the commercial invoices separate series are there or not what is the marketing pattern who is authorizing the prices whether prices on verbal orders or specific orders whether the debit notes and credit notes are issued whether the debit notes and credit notes if issued with the taxes debit note in any case has to be raised by the taxes credit note with tax adjustment if you are made whether those discounts which you might have given whether it was pre known to the supply all those aspects they will check from your question i wish they were going to give you take it is not only marketing is not only purchasing now come to the stores how you store the goods what happens to the uf or interests whether you have supplied free of cost to somebody whether you have supplied the free of cost material on which you have reversed the itc or not some of the case free of cost you have supplied and paid the outward tax whether whereas you were supposed to reverse the itc all those aspects will be seen similarly they will also check how you are storing the goods whether the perpetual inventory takes place whether the periodical inventory takes place whether the you are reversing the itc on the short receipt the shortages which you have found whether there is a theft whether you are reverse the itc or not whether you have claimed the insurance claim in case of damages and if yes 
whether on that claim or on that process you have reversed the ITC or not. All those aspects in the stores also it is going to be seen. So in stores, all the quantitative reconciliation of material will be checked and reversal and tax payment will be checked on that. As far as taxation, now comes to the accounts, now account taxation. Whether you are correctly determined the valuation, how you determine whether there is a tax codes are there, who authorizes that, whether exemption is rightly claimed, who authorizes that, how you give accounting treatment to your ITC receivable, whether after matching you give or you take it no sooner material comes, whether you prepare the two-year reconciliation, what are the mechanisms thereof, what is the methodology to see whether the payable account is also created and whether that payable account is matching with the GST electronic credit tax liability ledger, whether that ITC receivable is matching with electronic credit ledgers, all those aspects from this business angle will be seen. Next to the books of accounts, uh, before that job work, you will be sending the material to job work, how you select the job worker, whether job worker is registered or unregistered, if it is unregistered, whether you have taken the additional place of register of that premises. If it is registered, whether you are sending the goods directly to the job worker from the supplier end, whether you are clearing the goods directly from the job worker's end to the supplier end, how you treat those well, uh, tax invoices, how you pay the tax, how it is accounted it, whether the goods are received within the one year for the normal goods, cap tools, three year, uh, tools spares, capital goods in three years, all and whether if you are not received, whether you have paid the tax and whenever you receive, you take the credit. In the outward tax and inward tax, all that will be checked from your job worker systems. So detailed questionnaire will be there on the accounts, general invoicing pattern, what are the books and accounts you maintain, what are your MIS, what is your ERP system, what is the control, how you prepare the process of making a GST returns, how you identify the place of supply and the play correct tax, how you determine the valuation and whether you have correctly determined the valuation in terms of section 15. So you start with the purchase to the clearance, to the accounts, to the remittances, all those aspects, whether it's the export remittances or domestic, all that business process is going to be studied and weak areas of business process will be identified for the audit and in-depth audit of that area will be checked. They will ask you all the masters. What are the masters of your input good suppliers? What are the masters? When I say masters, including the register place, GSTN, PAN number, TAN number, what they supply, what is their ITC, what is your service accounting code, what is their tax rate? If it is outward supply, what is your customer master? Whether all those are supported with the contracts, MOUs, purchase orders, detailed note they will ask you from that. And they will check all those details and that will identify before they come to you. They will have this everything available with them. They will demand from you. We will have to prepare well in advance. 
and they will study and they will come with the identified points of your weak areas and that they will audit. Further, they will check their registrations. In the registrations, what are the core changes? In core changes, like a place of business, principal place of business, additional place of business are the nature of a core changes. If you are not registered, but you are aware the ITC thereon, you are supplied thereon, the questions will arise. So date of changes in your registrations and date of all your addresses where from your books of account they can notice or from your questionnaire it will be noticed, that will be checked and whether you have paid the ITC, whether correctly availed the ITC or this, that will be checked. If let us say non-core changes you are not incorporated, not registered, then penalties will be levied on you. ISD, how you distribute, whether that distribution in terms of ratio, that is the formula which has been given. If you do not have ISD registration, what is the cross charge whether you are made or not? In the books of accounts or cost, cost adding, you have the apportionment of expenses to various manufacturing plant, various depots, you might have apportioned certain common expenses, services rendered by them. And you have the all registrations differently. Whether you are debited, you have paid the duty or not, that you will check. Customers master, supplier master, atoms with HSN, services, tax codes and ITC entitlement will be checked from all your masters. That will be the focus of audit when they come to you. And they before coming to you, they will be asking you to do the various reconciliations. Like GSTR 1 with 3B, 3B with GSTR 2A, 9C with TDS returns, 26As, submission of bank statement where you declare the stock, you declare the sales, you declare the purchases, that will be checked with your records. Reconciliation with your debtors, whether 180 days your creditors you have paid, if not paid, you are reverse or not. Reconciliation of cost audit report, material reconciliation, inward supplied with e-way bills. Now this is one of the grey area they will have the found it. Number of companies are accepting the material without e-way bill or valid e-way bill. And you can take the ITC only and only when you can substantiate you have received the goods. Now when there is no EA bill, there is no material movement, how you can receive the goods? So each receipt should have a supporting of EA bill subject to the limitation of threshold limit. Each outward supply should have the EA bill. Job work challenge with your sent and the material out should have the EA bill. So that all EA bill reconciliation, they will also ask you prior to come. So before coming to the audit, they will be issuing form ADT01 and in ADT01 they will ask all this data. They will study it. Based on that, they will identify the weak areas of yours and they will do the audit. Well, it's time for me to break this episode because it's going to be a long one and we are going to come up with the part two of the episode where I'm going to ask 
your questions to our founder and the GST expert, Mr. Ashok Nawal. Till then, stay tuned and don't forget like this video and also share it with your network.